one of the things that I've been really tapping into is what does it look like to build an organization that has a more matriarchal structure? What does it look like for us to have more transparent conversations with each other about um, building a company, working together, salaries, compensation, all of these things that I feel commerce and, and business has become corrupted as a result of greed and just capitalism that's gotten way out of control. Welcome to the Shio.world podcast, where you will meet women who are transforming the world to be more equitable and sustainable. Your host for today's podcast is the founder of Shio, Vicki Saunders. Welcome to Shio.world. Ariel, welcome. So happy to have you here today. Thank you so much, Vicki, for having me. I'm excited just to be here. <laughs> okay, so tell us, who are you and what are you working on in the world? Yes, uh, so I'm the founder of 100K Incubator, uh, which is the first business funding mobile app created for women. Uh, we specifically specialize in helping women who are uh, pre-revenue or earning under $100,000 annually in their business get access to capital and scale to a minimum of $100,000 in annual sales. Awesome, and how, why did you come up with this idea? Oh, well, there are a lot of alternative funding institutions and platforms uh, that are being birthed. Um, however, uh, the unfortunate thing uh, that I would say is that the vast majority of them focus on entrepreneurs who are already earning over $100,000 annually in their businesses. Um, and so this is problematic, right? Because women who look like me, specifically Black women, um, are only earning around $28,000 on average per year um, in their businesses. Um, so all of this like innovation in the funding space, challenging the way that banks approve entrepreneurs for capital, um, isn't reaching Black women or even women of color as a whole, um, who are also earning close to about $64,000 per year on average in their businesses. Um, so we said, okay, we're going to design a mobile application that not only simplifies the funding process, but also allows all women, even those who are pre-revenue, um, earning under 100K, and even those as well who might even be above 100K um, at, at, at this stage in their business, um, making sure that they can access capital. Um, and so kind of having that very um, inclusive, kind of thoughtful lens in terms of how we get women approved for capital, that's really the inspiration behind why we do what we do and why we're creating technology uh, to be able to uh, get the capital that's needed to the women who need it most. Well, I'm so grateful that you're doing this because it's, I mean, first of all, uh, Black women entrepreneurs are the fastest growing segment in the US, right? Yes. So, and is 100K sort of the magic number uh, where people can quit their job and do this full time or like, why, why 100K? Yeah, I don't know if it's a magic number necessarily, but what I would say is that what you learn in the first 100K of your business usually is going to give you some sort of roadmap in terms of how you're going to move forward, what actually makes money, um, you know, what actually creates impact, like what whatever happens in that first 100K in our experience in working with women entrepreneurs, um, both myself as a consultant, you know, for over 10 years, and then also even just my team, like that 100K number seems to be the magic spot for proof of concept. Um, and so that's why we focus there. And then just really wanting to make sure that women are supported even in that journey to 100K, right? And so we don't want to just leave them out there kind of to try to figure it out and, you know, go into, you know, all sorts of, um, you know, just like personal sacrifices that they might have to make for their businesses. Every entrepreneur has to make sacrifices, but if we could really give them the runway to not only have to put up their personal credit and all the other, you know, personal capital things that they might do, but also receive institutional support, supports from funds um, and, other in, and other institutions, then that to me is like the, the, the best combination 
of making sure that women have the support that they need uh, to be able to hit that 100K mark and continue growing their businesses. We're very passionate about the same things. This is, I'm like absolutely obsessed with getting capital to women on their own terms. And I think a lot of the systems and structures that we have in place uh, are really problematic, right? They're designed for other people at another time, uh, another world even. And it just, it feels like such a moment to bring a new design lens to this. So can you talk a little bit about how you're tackling, like what you see as some of the barriers and how you're tackling that with your design uh, in order to like have a breakthrough solution here? Yes. Yeah, so one of the things that we notice when with any kind of funding application, usually regardless of whether it's a loan or even going through the process of getting approved for um, a, an equity, you know, style investment, um, even for grants, you know, it's just the application processes are um, just so like layered. <laughs> it's a lot of paperwork. It's a lot of data that has to be pulled. Um, and, and frankly, it's really overwhelming for a lot of women, right, to have to put together your PL. Uh, you know, sheets and uh, your balance sheets and, you know, tracking all of your information, your taxes, like all of these things, right? So for us, we're like, hey, there is definitely a way to use technology to simplify this process and to have one kind of centralized database where we can do the work as a company to go out and partner with these funds and partner with these banks and these institutions and have them come in, use our technology to see what's actually going on in women's businesses. In addition to that, I would say that our goal is to be able to provide industry insights into you know, what's actually happening in certain sectors, right? To kind of de-risk, I think, and, and provide some additional research for industries that are underinvested in, right? And so I feel like there are very traditional industries like construction and you know, all sorts of other things, right? That banks are happy to jump on, you know, real estate, things like that, right? But I think it's also because of lack of knowledge in terms of like, how are these other industries actually performing? And frankly, a lot of these under industries are where women entrepreneurs are actually interested. So to us, technology is the solution to start to bridge that gap. Um, and we also recognize that this is going to be an ever evolving process, right? We're not gonna come out with an app and like hit it on the nail. This is something that through working with our partners and also working with the women, we'll continue to develop the best FinTech solution, you know, for uh, women entrepreneurs to be able to show like, hey, I can actually handle this capital. You know, this is what's going on in my business. This is what's going on in my industry. This is why I'm primed for growth. And then for banks and financial institutions, you know, foundations, et cetera, to be able to see like, hey, the data is there. Like, let's get behind these women and actually support. So do you have a couple of favorite stories that you can share with us that are why you get out of bed every day? Oh my goodness. Um, I would actually say yesterday. Um, so we're really proud. Um, we're partnering with Target um, Accelerators uh, and we uh, have a hundred black women um, who they sponsored basically for us to support over the next six months in terms of helping them get capital, um, increase their e-commerce sales and also get onto mass retail shelves. And so for me, just showing up and literally seeing hundred black women like looking at me on Zoom, like excited, pumped, like and not only pumped about the program and the fact that they they now have the attention of Target, you know, but also like pumped to be in the room with each other, right? And so for me, like that even in of itself, like just starting, like just made my entire week. <laughs> it completely reset my energy. Um, and so that was like a really powerful example of why we do the work that we do, why we continue to, you know, knock on these corporations' doors and say, hey, like, we, we have to partner, we have to fix this, we have to do better. Um, and so really proud of that. Um, and then I have, you know, definitely tons of other kind of um, individual stories. Um, one of my favorites um, is uh, Sarah Green and Angela Green, a mom and um, daughter duo. 
uh, who Angela Green in particular, uh, back, I wanna say almost like 27 years ago in the early 90s, um, created a tool that would help uh, women, black women mostly take out their braids, right? And so she created this prototype um, just because she frankly was just tired of her, uh, going through the struggle of taking out her own daughter's you know, braids. Um, but she was a school teacher and didn't have the capital to be able to bring this to life. And so she just shelved the idea, even though she had the prototype made and just was like, okay, like, I guess I can't be an entrepreneur because I have mom responsibilities and you know, a full-time job and you know, all of those things. And so here, 27 years later, her incredible badass daughter comes and decides that she's going to go and, you know, get her MBA and work on her doctorate and all of these things. And as her, her, her project, her thesis project, she's going to pick back up this tool that her mom created, you know, almost 30 years ago, and she's going to bring it to market. And so literally working with her, you know, one-on-one -on -one and giving her support as well, you know, through the mobile app and then helping her launch two crowdfunding campaigns, one that happened to launch literally right before the pandemic. And then as a result of all the media, we couldn't push it. So we said, okay, it's all good. We're gonna regroup, we're gonna come back, you know? And then she she rebounded, you know, and ended up, I wanna say raising about $13,000 in pre-sales. You know, she got another $10,000, you know, um, from a pitch competition that we supported her and helping her win. She got another $10,000 from a private angel investor. Um, and so just seeing, you know, her be able to take her mother's dream, you know, and then make it her dream and us being able to support multiple generations and actually being able to bring, you know, something to market, get access to capital, show proof of concept, like that is the type of stuff that I live for. Um, so really excited just to see more stories like that. Um, women who are uh, really deeply passionate about the businesses um, you know, that they're creating and have these amazing legacy stories, amazing background stories um, of why they're doing what they're doing and also why they need the support from funders and institutions to be able to bring their ideas to life. That's awesome. And I can feel you on those hundred black women in front of you like, ah, that's like, so, this is why I'm here. Um, okay, can you walk us through, so like how, you have corporations like walk us through that target thing like how did that how does that happen how do you engage with your uh, customers clients with target for example like with the hundred uh, that they're supporting like what's the business model around that just to give people um, like help them imagine what goes on so that they can think about how to help you Absolutely. Um, so literally, we started talking to Target, I want to say in October of 2019. Uh, we met them at a conference that I was speaking at. Um, they really liked the work that we were doing. And they said, hey, you know, we want to support. Um, and so let's talk about how we can, you know, partner on some programming together. Um, it took us about a year uh, to negotiate the deal, you know, essentially, and to kind of, kind of get it really in the right department, because a lot of these corporations have so many different budgets, so many different departments. So it's often about getting to the right person. Um, and so we had one, an internal advocate who was determined to get us to the right person. Um, and two, you know, once we got to that right person and really just facilitated, um, uh, you know, creating a program that spoke to their social impact values, right? And so as a result of last summer, Target placed an even heavier emphasis than what they had before, you know, on supporting Black entrepreneurs. And specifically, they were very interested in supporting Black women entrepreneurs. What they loved about what we did compared to a lot of um, other programs is that we focus so heavily on funding, you know, and we do have the partnerships in place to make sure that women can get access to capital. Um, and so that for them was a huge thing that set us apart and is why they said, okay, we're going to back this program. We're going to sponsor the education piece so that you all have the operational support to be freed up to help these women 
go and get the capital that they need and continue to scale their businesses. And so kind of moving into this next chapter, we're looking to build more relationships like that. We wanna work with more corporations who are interested in social impact, who are interested in black women entrepreneurs, women entrepreneurs in general, you know, et cetera. Um, because we really believe that we have a model and case studies that are actually proven that, are, that what we do works, right? And so focusing on these women who are in this early stage, we know what it is and have the proof that when we give a woman $10,000 in capital, $15,000 in capital, $25,000 in capital, that she has the ability to triple that and sometimes quadruple that, you know, in, in terms of sales. And so with those case studies, with our support, you know, we want to basically have access to more partnerships to be able to make more success stories. Um, and that for us is something that's an, a, an extreme focus, I would say, kind of moving forward into this next chapter of the company. That's awesome. Is there a community element between the entrepreneurs? Yeah, so also part of the, the reason why we wanted a mobile app, yes, there's the technology specifically to help them, you know, get access to funding, you know, that we're working on kind of rebuilding and building out, you know, over the course of 2021. However, um, it's also about women connecting with each other. And so one of the things that was super powerful, even just with the, you know, live kind of welcome Zoom that we did, was that even though I was talking on camera and bringing women on camera to introduce themselves, they were all in the chat, like talking to each other um, and super excited. And so the mobile app is also created to facilitate that, you know, women can private message each other, be in private groups, you know, kind of leave comments under each other. Um, because really, I feel like that that kind of cross collaboration is just as important as that um, kind of top down, you know, collaboration. Um, so yes, I, I really believe that, um, Frankly, some of my best resources have come from my peers. Uh, and yes, mentors too have been amazing. Um, but definitely sometimes reaching across will help you get to your goal faster um, if you know what to ask for and how to collaborate. Yeah, I think that is just so true for me. It's just like put a bunch of entrepreneurs together and get out of the way, right? And so the opportunity for them to find each other, to resource each other, because they have similar challenges, right? And so people that are just ahead of them, that's great. Um, so where... Do you want this to go? What is what's your vision for Hanukkah? You know, I I would love to look back um, in like ten years from now and be able to say that we helped women access over a billion dollars in capital. Um, that would be a huge accomplishment for me, and specifically women who are earning under a hundred thousand dollars per year in their businesses. So again, speaking to um, those demographics who are underserved, uh, the women who look like me, the women who often don't get the capital support, who can't do the friends and family round, um, you know, all of those things that we see kind of other groups have access to and the reason why they've been able to scale their businesses and increase their revenue as a result of that extra support. So if we can get a billion dollars to underrepresented women founders, you know, through our mobile application over the next 10 years, that for me is a huge win. Um, and then equally as important is actually seeing those women take that capital and scale it, you know? So if it's like, all right, if we help women get access to a billion dollars, what does it look like for us to create billions of dollars in revenue and just countless jobs and really shift families and communities? Um, so that for me is kind of big kind of vision. Um, and also I'd say even on a more personal level, one of the things that I've been really tapping into, um, you know, even specifically just coming back from retreat with my team is what does it look like to build an organization as well that has a more matriarchal kind of structure? Um, what does it look like for us to have more transparent conversations with each other about um, building a company, you know, kind of working together, salaries, um, compensation, like all of these things that I feel um, kind of commerce and, and business has 
become corrupted um, as a result of, you know, just, I feel like a lot of greed and just um, kind of capitalism that's gotten way out of control. And so for us, you know, it's like, okay, it's not only important that we create social impact in other people's business, but other people's businesses, but it's also important that we create um, social impact in our own businesses and that we create equity in our own business um, and that we create, um, you know, just a different type of kind of working relationship amongst all of the women and men, you know, who are part of this company. Um, so that's something else that I'm super excited about. And I really hope uh, to be able to show what we do internally, even as a model you know, for other organizations to look at and say, hey, they're doing great work both internally and externally. And this is a model that we can go after and maybe tweak and make it into our own, but definitely um, so that everyone feels, you know, included and valued, you know, who's at the table and doing the work. Amazing. So the multiplier uh, effect of what you're doing is so significant too, right? Just when you have those success stories, they bring other success stories, they share that um, yeah, that, that's just absolutely beautiful. Um, last thing, do you have an ask for the community? Is there anything that we can help you with? Right now, um, for us, it's really just about uh, building a relationship with more corporate sponsors. Um, so we want more targets. Uh, we want uh, you know, more financial institutions. We want, um, you know, more, you know, major kind of corporations who are interested in doing social impact work, interested in, in, in sponsoring programming, um, and, and want to also do more than just a one-time campaign. Um, we want the, we want to be kind of built into kind of whatever budget they put aside, essentially, to create kind of long-term impact and to right some of the wrongs that have happened all over the world, frankly. <laughs> um, so for us, like, that's a huge ask for us. So any inroads um, that you all might have, you know, in terms of getting us in the room to just be able to share what we do and why we do it, that's kind of a huge focus for us, you know, right now. Um, I would also say that one of the things in addition to just sponsored programming that we're looking at is starting an internal fund. Um, and so for us, we also think it's important for us to be able to control the capital, not just partner with people who have capital. Um, and so if we can control capital, you know, do a raise, uh, you know, bring in LPs and, you know, all sorts of folks, again, who share this vision of uh, supporting underrepresented women founders who are earning under 100K. Um, that's also something that we're very interested in and going to be working on over the next 18 months. So those would be our two asks, corporate sponsors, and anyone who would be interested in being part of a fund uh, to be able to fund women entrepreneurs earning under 100K who are underrepresented. Amazing. Thank you so much for all that you're doing. Uh, we're really, really excited to be supporting you and uh, we're cheering you on every day. Thank you so much, Vicki. I definitely appreciate your support, um, even personally, um, but also just your entire team and the entire Activator community. It's been incredible. Honestly, one of the major inspirations even for me to up my ante in terms of the way that I engage internally within my organization and also just believing that this business model is, is possible. <laughs> you all are an example of that. Um, and so you inspire us and we're so grateful for your support um, and everything that you do just to help um, women all over the world. So thank you so much uh, for, for being you and doing what you do. Awesome. Thanks so much. Thank you for listening to the Shio.World podcast. Like, comment, subscribe, and share this podcast with your friends. We invite you to join a global community of radically generous women at Shio.World.